RPG for You and Me presents Neon Heat, a duet actual play podcast using the Savage Worlds rule set in our custom cyber fantasy setting. Thank you for joining us, and welcome back to Caldonix. Previously on Neon Heat, the Lassica steals Athena's attention away from the Spire for a quick chat. Athena finds Roja, who is very displeased about Anji's involvement in this situation. They make tentative plans to go and confront her together, if need be. Athena ventures to the cell of the captured red-eyed Nakir man to find his personality had been scrubbed away, leaving what Athena assumes is only the red energy presence still in his body. She attempts unsuccessfully to bridge the communication gap between them, and ends up leaving having done more harm than good. Delegate Rasmus catches her in a stairwell and attempts to point Athena towards a more appropriate career path, pacification, before telling her that she's slated to address the press tomorrow morning, bright and early. So, Athena, you are outside your apartment door. Good, exactly where I want to be. I go in. (laughs) (laughs) Or you enter in your living space. There is still Pavi and Tuka, and they are now joined by Roja as well. Roja is bent over Tuka on the couch and examining her leg wounds. Gotcha. When you enter, Pavi is the first one who notices you. Her eyebrows go up and she stalks over to you and says... Everything all right? Real quick, stalks over to me? Yes. Like, angrily? Uh, She takes, hard to tell if she's angry, but yeah, she takes very deliberate steps over towards you. She puts up two hands in front of her. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. Don't even worry about it. It's not, like, aggressive at you. Oh, okay. Pavi glances back to Roja and Tuka, who also look over to you, and she says, Did you tell Silas that he could come and stay here? (laughs) What? Yeah, what I just asked you. Is he here? No. He is not here because I, I wouldn't I let him in the him door. To stay here? Did I say that? I might have said that. It's been a weird day. It's been a weird day, Pavi. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, he showed up unannounced on our doorstep and seemed to be under the impression that he was going to be sleeping here. Oh, good. Um. So I told him no. Oh no. And uh, I told oh. him to get out of my apartment. Cool. Cool. He was not happy when I told him that he couldn't come in, and uh, when I shoved him back when he tried to walk past me, he tried to, uh, and she taps a finger on her forehead. Uh, well, the good news is, uh, it works. Oh, good. And, uh, he couldn't do anything. Good. Uh, the bad news is... He tried. He tried, and, um, now he knows, and he was not happy about that. <laughs> well. So he fucked right off, uh, which I'm fine with, but, um, yeah, just... Food for thought, I guess. Sounds like my little chat is turning into a longer one for whenever I find him tomorrow. Yeah. 
Are you okay? Yeah, thanks to her. And she taps her head with a maybe a somewhat satisfied smile. And maybe you get a shot of Roja over Pavi's shoulder, furrowing her brows a little bit, mm-hmm. and then goes back to Tuka's leg. Well, as far as stress tests go, I feel like that's a pretty damn good one. Yeah, not too bad. Oculus and all. Mm-hmm. Did it heat up for you? What does it feel like? Um, it's, uh, it's more like, um, it's like an internal alarm. It's more of a sound and a feeling than a temperature. That's cool. Yeah, well, you know. Different strokes for different folks. <laughs> do you know where he went? I don't know, and I don't really care. Why do you? I, uh, mm, I... <sighs> I need to talk to him about press stuff for tomorrow. So you invited him to our apartment? To stay over yeah. at our apartment? Your yeah. bed's already full, you know that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, mm, yep. She presses her lips and gives you a very concerned expression. Mm, so here's the thing. Maybe keeping people we don't fully trust really close to us is a good idea. You know? Uh, fr- from a tactical point of view, that uh, makes sense, yes. But I will be goddamned if I let him sleep under my roof after what he did to me and to you. So, not okay with that. Okay, I, I am. I am not entirely convinced that Silas cares about what happens to us, Athena. I think he's using us, and I think he does whatever he wants to, and not too happy about this. And she points at her ear to the recent augmentation. My my thoughts on the matter are our success in staying both a squad and undiscovered in all of our shady dealings is to keep him looking presentable, and he can't sleep people are just going to attack him again so we need we need to get him looking right so we are less suspicious as a whole i don't know where i can do i can't babysit him all day that's my that's my job with bolt i can't babysit two full grown men she chews on her lip and she says i don't have too much sympathy for him athena right now i i understand what you're saying and it's probably the smart thing but crosses her arms and turns away tuka and roja are just in the living room, looking over at you guys. Is Tuga slowly eating a tiny bit of food? Maybe she looks for food to eat, but it's all gone, so she just awkwardly shifts. Are you actively trying to convince her that she should allow Silas to stay here? I think so. Your first point was, for our mutual success, he needs to be in tip-top shape. Yeah. And people are trying to kill him. So he can't be in tip-top shape because he can't sleep. Still going to be at a minus two. Checks out. I don't know if I'm ever going to increase her persuasion die, because I feel like she's only average persuasive. It's completely reasonable. Woof. Bad. Is it a crit fail? No, but it is a regular fail. So I'm going to allocate one Benny, one Benny only for stupid Silas. Okay. Holy shit. Look at that. It's two sixes. I'm going to roll both of them again. 11. Pavi folds her arms in on herself and is worrying at her lower lip and her nakir pupils become narrow slits Mm. as she paces around the kitchen for maybe five or ten seconds and then... Tina knows those are her danger eyes. (laughs) A very quiet rattle emanating from her throat as she's chewing on her lip. 
I think Athena does freeze at that just from her earlier evening experience. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Just a little bit. You can take a Benny for that. That's a good callback. Oh, recall this Benny. Pavi paces for a couple more seconds and she's hugging her elbows and then she comes to a halt and leans back her head up to the ceiling. <sighs> Fine. Yes, you're right. I mean, mm. Nothing about this situation is what I would call ideal. But for now, we're safer together, because if we're alone, they can just pick us off one by one. And that is not what I want. So safety in numbers, right? Mm. Rumples her nose and is not looking directly at you, but nods. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you're right. I get it. I just... He's such an asshole. He's just... Yeah, he is. You knocked on the door and he basically tried to push his way past me, like he lived here or something. I just... I don't, I don't like people trying to push me around in my own home. Yeah, and you shouldn't. So maybe Silas and I are going to have a little chat about manners. Well, I don't know where he is now, so sorry, but... That's okay. I can't even fathom where he would be. He's a little fancy. Maybe he lives in the bubble. I don't know. Huh. Wouldn't surprise me. Well, why do you say it like that? Snatches a glass bottle off the countertop. It's frosty with condensation and she takes a swig. I don't know, he just strikes me as the sort who wants to look as important as he feels, for everyone to know about it. Maybe not, I don't know. Maybe tensions are just a little high. Yeah. She walks to the living room and flops into one of the chairs. Athena's gonna take Pavi's lead and get a cold frosty drink for herself, but hers is much more alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't drink a lot. It's but sometimes a, it's nice. It's been one of those days. It's one of those days. Roja and Tuka exchange a sideways glance at some point during all of this, but then uh, or Roja goes back to dabbing at Tuka's legs. They appear to be mostly healed now. They don't look nearly as bad as they did earlier. And Roja says, I've put them back together as much as I can. There's still going to be a modicum of natural healing that needs to take place, but she should be fine. And she gives Tuka's leg a, a little pat slap that is maybe a little rougher than necessary. And Tuka winces and goes, ah, damn. Easy, Doc. Athena smiles to herself, but just at the, the bedside manner is quite good. Roja, thank you. This is amazing. You're welcome. It's sort of what I do. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be thanked. She shrugs. Thank you all the same. She flops down. I think there might not be enough actual seating room for her. I think she just sits on the on the floor, just on the floor, okay, cross-legged with her little drink, and looks at everybody and says, "So I am giving a press briefing in the morning. Bolt's gonna be there, and uh, Photius Roth's gonna be there, and I need to know what I should tell them as a group consensus. Go." And she starts chugging. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, everyone exchanges, looks around the room. Nobody speaks up at first. And then there is a flicker off to one side. One of your spindly lamps that has the multiple heads flickers to life. And the holographic image of Thalassica materializes. Good, good. Excellent. Girl's night. When Thalassica appears, Tuka's eyes widen and they flick between everyone else in the room and when there's no like sudden shock or oh what's going on here <laughs> settles back warily crosses her arms athena gives her a thumbs up like handling this very well kind of look <laughs> <laughs> she cool about it continues to wear that expression thalassica doesn't seem to need to address it herself 
I told you you'd be speaking to the press sooner or later. Yeah, you sure did. Could have told me it would be tomorrow morning. If you had an inkling, which now I'm thinking you might have. It was an inkling, but I didn't know for certain. But now we do. For someone who totes information gathering is such an important thing, you're very withholding. She shrugs. I can only give you information as quickly as it comes to me. I'm sure you understand how channels are limited down here. I don't know if they're channels, some are just canals. <laughs> I think, uh... She says contributing nothing. Pavi gets a smirk and takes a swig of her drink. Tuka probably has a smile too and Roja just rolls her eyes. Athena, when we spoke earlier, you said you wanted guidance. There are many avenues to pursue and we are few at the moment. So how we allocate those resources is important. You asked me to look into a number of things, which I can do on my end, but I think for now, outside of this press release, you should make your priority investigating these eyes, finding out more about this third party, fourth part, however many there are. It's an unknown quantity, and we don't know what to expect. You should find the Mistweaver, well, I gotta tell you, that's pretty high on my priorities, but I, my interrogation was bad. It was just bad. Didn't really get anywhere. The guy's uh, personality, his brain, it was just burnt right out of him. And I think I was just talking to his little friend, his little red buddy. That's all that was left in him. Wasn't a very good conversationalist and I don't even think it knows how to eat so he might not be alive much longer unless we get him on ivy drip or something but I don't think he's gonna let us shove needles into him just as a, a hunch we have to start somewhere I haven't been able to dig anything up from the surface which leads me to believe that for the most part this is concentrated underground or at least here as opposed to elsewhere it's not widespread so I think you will have more opportunities to dig for information than I would. If it's only a problem here, then how did Garn Troya get infected? He was green. That's true. And I don't know. It's... I don't know. I think finding Krell might be a good way to find our misty little boy to start. Or finding whoever left me that very concise message earlier tonight. I I don't even I can't even fathom who that would be. Who would have a reason to threaten you in such a way or to drop such vague facts? Maybe they were with regulation. They said say hi to Silas and Roth. And I don't know who else would care about that unless they were council adjacent and they know I'm involved with this stuff. I just don't know. Tracking down that courier might be your best bet for that, then. Well, he did give me his business card. I should probably set up a meeting sooner rather than later. Look into that. Find the one controlling the orange moths. They're involved somehow, based on everything we know. There's a moth outside earlier, watching me with its stupid little eyes. I didn't like that. It was just hanging out. Moths don't just sit. They don't just sit. That's weird, right? She gestures at everybody else. They look at you and then look at each other, and Roja tentatively raises her hand and says, Um, Mothers can just 
sit around. There's nothing that says they can't. But I've never seen a moth just sit. And just just sit. I've never... Maybe just haven't been looking. <laughs> Moths do fly. That is true. But yes, they can just sit. But I agree that it is unlikely that that would be the case in this circumstance. Based on, well, you and uh, everything going on. I mean, it was just sitting. But then it saw that I saw it and then it flew away. I didn't even make a move. I didn't even spook it. I think She's digging in real hard. <laughs> I think Tuka says, Adina, you, uh, you sure was looking at you? It wasn't just a... I mean... It's it was, a big it's, eye. It's an insect, right? So you walk out, maybe you scare it and it fly away. That, you know, it's an animal. I'm just saying it was suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> she says, waving a hand. <laughs> If we work under the assumption that whoever is behind this can use the moths, and if they are sending moths to watch you, they have some ability to monitor over a distance, to track, maybe. Athena reaches into her back pocket and pulls out her fake invisible notebook again and just writes down with a, with a fake pen, Kill all moths, got it. Is that your response to every problem? Burn it, kill it. I mean, it's effective for moths. It is. And pragmatic. I'm surprised for some reason. Don't gotta be rude. What was rude about that? Take it as a compliment. Athena's eyes are shifting back and forth. She's still not sure if that was <laughs> rude or not now. Thalassica waves a, a robed hand in the air and continues. Regardless should make sure everyone on your team is protected against mental intrusion. Points to you and then to Pavi. Do what it takes. If we have a method to resist, that is paramount. Well, you should probably get one too. Shouldn't you? Yes, I think that would be equally pragmatic at this time. I'll look for avenues on my end. Well, if you find any more convenient avenues, let me know. She doesn't want to go see Anji. She doesn't want to meet this cool bitch. She can be jelly. Probably extremely. Seems like she already is. She doesn't know anything about this bitch, except she's cool. But devastating. As for the press conference, just remember, you need to make Bolt look good. Make the people care about him. Make him seem competent. How can I make him seem competent if he's... He wasn't there. We didn't want him there. He doesn't know anything about what happened. Then I would say give him as few opportunities to speak as possible. Let him take softball questions. Lead questions to him that he can answer so he seems intelligent. You'll think of something, I'm sure. Maybe I could feed him some peanut butter before. <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> She's just sitting on the floor laughing. You can have a buddy for that. Because it's the dumbest shit. I like the look. <laughs> I don't know what to say if they start asking about Alara Corp if they're involved. Because Rasmus said not to tell people. So I don't, I don't know what I should say. Because they were, and I'm not an especially good liar on most days, despite my life. You said Roth is going to be there. I would defer to what Roth tells you over what the delegate tells you. I think it was trickle-down, but I will ask regardless. Photius Roth doesn't make it a secret that he does not care for many of the city's policies involving the Laracorp. It's plain to see that uh, he would rather be rid of them. You don't think he's the one stirring all this up? 
What if, right? I'm just... If he doesn't want to lair a corp around, these riots have been incited with East City, folks. Like, who's spreading that around? Who's spreading that around? I don't know. I can't see in his brain. That is always a possibility. We certainly can't discount it, especially if we're not able to verify his mental integrity. So, be careful of him, but his public agenda is clear. It's always possible to have a hidden agenda as well, but if we don't have anything to go off of, it's just conjecture. I wouldn't put it past him, but he's also a clever man. He went looking for Joel and Jax. Couldn't find either of them. Surprise, surprise. If Jax didn't leave the city, he's gotta be involved in this, right? Or he's dead. If he's not dead, he will be. She says, looking at her empty glass, clinking around the ice cubes. Hmm. First, we need to establish where he is, and if he is alive, one step at a time. It's hard to take one step at a time when the, the steps are so long, right? But there are also so many of them. They're just real wide. A lot of people can fit on one step. Well, that just depends on how much you break it up. What is a step? You might not know what each individual step is that you take, but it's about progress, moving forward, furthering your agenda, broadening your horizons and your resources. Tackle what's in front of you, like what we talked about. It shouldn't be that hard to investigate these eyes, because they keep seeming to find me. So, maybe that's a step I don't even have to take myself. They're just running at me already. Which has got to be exhausting. Maybe they'll just get tired eventually. Well, if they're spreading, then it sounds like there won't be a shortage. No, I don't think so. What? Okay, so back to the, back to my most pressing concern, the actual press. What have we not told them? What have we omitted specifically? Because, you know, I've been asleep for two days, so I might not know all the ins and outs. Between all of them, what they'll relay to you is that what the press knows is that there was an altercation out on the island with the lighthouse. There were ballistic weapons involved. There was stuff that a lot of people could see from the shore, but nothing about Alaricorp involvement. I don't know for sure that anybody knows about the eyes. No, because red-eyed people have been cropping up in the streets. Right, but I don't know that they specifically know that there was direct involvement with right. what happened on the lighthouse. Gotcha. Well, if there's nothing I'm supposed to avoid except for a Laracorp, and I'm definitely not bringing up eyes unless they are brought up to me, I guess that's the best I can do, right? Follow the directions you're given as best you can. Maintain your cover. Keep Bolt on a leash as much as you're able to. My agents can only do so much. Their job is to stay hidden as much as possible. But if there's anything specific that they can do to assist you, I think they will. If you need me to provide specific assistance, let me know what it is and I'll see what I can do, or what they might be able to do. You got anybody in the news? What do you need? Softballs for Bolt. Make sure there's some innocuous questions on the list that I can just throw his way and make him feel real good. Would be ideal. Bolt, what's your perfect Sunday? Oh. Other than that, for this specific situation, I really can't think of anything. But I'm open to suggestions. And she looks 
to her her couch friends. Pavi says, I mean, I think softball questions is a good way to go, but without speaking with, you know, Roth or whoever it is that you need to debrief with before it, it's hard to know any more than that, right? She brightens for a second, and she pulls a pamphlet out of her back pocket. I think I'm going to be a pacifier. I know that's a bit out of left field. I think it makes sense, right? I think it's maybe that'd be good for me. Javi's eyebrows go up, but then she smiles and she says, You know, I think that probably would be more your speed. Who gave you that? Rasmus. Oh, look at you, making friends in high places. Well, I'd rather be friendlier, because man, she's pretty scary and we don't know what's wrong with her brain, so if I can keep an eye on it, I think that's good. Um, that's a good point. She bites her lip and Tuka says, That's really cool. Congratulations. Thanks. You know. But yeah, if she if she gonna go crazy or something, you better best be careful. Yeah. But if you know, like you were saying earlier, maybe being close is a good thing because we can keep an eye on her. She kind of had a a little uh, forgetting spell or something. She kind of glossed over some shit. Seems weird. Seems like there are info gaps that her brain just skips over. What do you mean? I think I think I brought up so we we interrogated Nima, right? And I was like, maybe we should have had an inquisitor there or something. And then she was like weird for a second. Her aura was all ripply and bad. It sounds like you stumbled over something that was altered in some way. If you noticed a subtle change and her behavior was unorthodox, it likely means she either had a memory that was tampered or altered or removed information wasn't there or she was made to not realize it was there it's a mental disconnect common with psionics and things of this nature not surprising given what you've said maybe whoever fucked up her brain doesn't want her even thinking about inquisition as much as possible keep her away so people don't notice that she's weird she shrugs Divide and conquer is a common enough tactic applicable in most situations. If they're trying to keep her distanced, that would make sense to me. Or if she has some subtle underlying mental influence that is guiding her actions and you... I, I don't know. But you're correct, she is dangerous. So until we know for certain what her triggers are, what gaps exist, be careful. Yeah, I'll do my best. Uh, what do you guys think? Should I wear uh, wear this tomorrow? Should I wear armor? What kind of what kind of vibe should I be putting off? You should probably wear something that you would not mind being filmed in. But I think armor, given everything that's been happening, is you know probably a good idea. But if I didn't wear armor, maybe people would just think that if I'm so at ease, everything must be fine. But are you willing to bet your safety on that? Do you think I'm going to get ice at a press conference? I don't know. Me either. Maybe you, I should wear armor. I mean, you've been attacked in random places. Granted, this is going to be a crowd, but why take the chance? Yeah, it's a good point. Armor it is. She gives a thumbs up. Great, now you have your wingsuit armor, right? Shit, whatever armor she has, Rex has. Because it was all shot full of sniper holes. Right. And then she used her extracurricular armor and got blown up. Gotcha. I don't want to see Phil Nutter. I know he's going to be there. I know he's going to start asking questions. 
he's such a sleazeball. I gotta have dinner with him next week, probably. Better you to me. I'm very willing to take that bullet. Because oh. that just involves eating and ignoring him. Yeah, I mean, she looks down at her legs. Yeah, well, that I, should be fine. I certainly appreciate you falling on that sword for me. The sword of friendship, my favorite sword. <laughs> <laughs> Thalassica huffs a little bit. Well, if we're moving on to planning our extracurricular activities for next week, I think we're done here. I'll be watching, and so will my associates. They'll assist you as best they can. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, see me bright and early then. Haha, <laughs> because I won't see you. She mutters. Thalassica turns to you and you can't see the exasperated look <laughs> beneath the hood. And then they flicker out of existence. She kind of just wants to see how passive aggressive she can be, sure. you know? Push the envelope, she's, why not? She's dipping her toe in dangerous waters. If it makes you feel better, I can come to the press conference tomorrow. I think we all can, except for Tuka, who is still on leave and probably shouldn't be there. Probably not. What are you going to say you've been up to? I'm looking at Tuka. Oh, what does it matter? I'm going to be healed in a day or two. Ain't nobody going to see me to ask questions about it. Food for thought. Somebody's going to ask at some point. Well, I mean, I'll just tell them I needed a couple of days off to relax and unwind. And, you know, I've been shot at and... All the things happening. I don't think anybody's going to give me too hard a time. Gesina looks off to the side, having forgotten that you can take days off for things like relaxing and unwinding. <laughs> and has a moment where she like sucks on her tooth. I've forgotten so much. <laughs> uh, just flash to a scene of Athena and Isaac sitting around a table, like reviewing HR requests. <laughs> <laughs> and Athena's just like, no, he's fine. He's fine. He only got shot twice. God. HR was Isaac's bag. Sure. Because she made it his bag. Right. Because she didn't want to do it. Right. Uh, Tuka, do you think you'll be ready to go go get Isaac with me tomorrow night? Or to, I guess tomorrow tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah. It's not to me. Well, I guess it's tomorrow, but to, later in the day when it is again night. She pushes herself up on her elbows and nods. I think I can muster the energy. Are you just saying that because it's what you think I want to hear? Is that actually how you feel? No, I feel definitely better than earlier. But, you know, give me a whole day to help recoup. I think I'm going to be fine. Okay, cool. Uh, Pavi, would you like to come with us? Because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Pavi tongues the inside of her cheek a little bit. And then after a pause, she says, yeah, I'll come. Yeah? Yeah. Athena notes her hesitation. I would say it maybe wasn't so much hesitation, but she paused to think about it first. That's good. That's a, that's a good self-preservation tactic when Athena's involved in planning, <laughs> it's, it would seem. How long of a trip is this? I know you said it wasn't a, a short one. It ain't gonna be like a, a deep trek into the mountain or nothing. It's just, you know, it takes a little time to get there. Is it a call-off work the next day sort of thing, or...? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Probably not. We'll be fine. Yeah, we should be fine. We should be fine. Is there anything specific we should bring? I should grab from the spire? I don't know. No, not really. Cool. Cool. This is going to go super well. I'll handle the arrangements. All the arrangements? Quirks a brow ridge at you, but settles back down. Doesn't say anything additional. I won't ask. <laughs> All right, then. 
Maybe we got a, a short montage of you all sitting around and having a drink or two, maybe making some more food and stuffing your faces. That's, that sounds real good. Where are you sleeping? Oh no. Eh, she'd probably sleep on the same couch she's been sleeping on. The one that Tuka's on? Well, they have two couches. They have like a yeah. big long couch and like a love seat, and she'll cram herself onto the love seat. She compacts, you see. Gotcha. She curls up, pillow between her legs. She's good to go. <laughs> and Tuka says, Oh man, we have a slumber party. You mm-hmm. want to stay up and tell spooky stories or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, nah, that seems I'd... a little um, on the nose, actually. Stay up and tell nice stories. Uh, maybe you tell me about all that cool stuff you got up to on the surface. Hmm? I could do that. Athena tells her a story. Quick montage of Athena regaling Tuco with a tale of her exploits and Tuco sitting there wide-eyed, just really excited, sitting on the edge of her seat. Actually, roll me persuasion. Let's see how or good... Or would this be performance? Yeah, this would be performance, untrained. right? Untrained. Alright, so this is this guy, right? <laughs> Real bad guy. Eight. Yeah, she is on the edge of her couch, riveted by this daring tale of heroic exploits involving... Athena tells Tuka about one of the last nights she was on the surface chasing down Chaz Devlin mm. on the motorcycle. That's exciting. The chase and then blast in his spine. Comic Pretty cool. book box asterisk says, see episode one. <laughs> well, you have a good night's sleep curled up on this love seat can wake up and get prepared and make it off to the spire in the morning and once you get to the spire they'll give you direction as to a pre-briefing room that you're supposed to meet Roth and Bolton. She's gonna swing by, pick up her armor get into that real quick so she's presentable. When you go there Rex Dune is not present. There's probably just another clerk who's able to retrieve some basically identical armor to what you had before. A wingsuit variety and provide that to you so you can easily suit up and get back downstairs. Feels good. Stretches it out. Um, Regulator Dune would like to have uh, words with you uh, at some point when you're both available. Sound pretty nervous. Is this a bad thing? Is this about a bad thing? I mean, he wants to talk to you about the gear because, you know, came back and destroyed. Well, line of duty. I'll be back. Goodbye. Okay, bye. I knew he was going to be pissed. I told Pavi. For later. So yes, they direct you to a briefing room off to one side. It's like a very clinical briefing room, muted tones, just one long table with a bunch of chairs around it. There's a couple bottles of water just set out to a side table. Notepads are laid out on the tables. And Roth is waiting there for you. And it's just Roth in this room right now. Just you and Roth. Big fella. He is an extremely tall... Karnic Dillion, so he is big and burly. His scales are midnight black with gold trim. He's wearing this crimson uniform of the Arbiter with his red Arbiter badge pinned to the lapel and a big toothy maw as he blinks at you with light red eyes and rises as you enter. Good morning, Sedaris. Bright and early, I see. Well, those were the instructions. Indeed. I'm very ready to talk to people, she says, <laughs> a little defeated. Well, you uh, you surely don't sound excited. Well, I, I gotta save it for for the press. I gotta save all that excitement. Mm. So you, you don't share that same affinity that Joel did? No, Joel was really good at talking. I don't know that he always liked it, but yes, he was quite skilled. But that's how you get better, hmm? 
that's true. The reason we're having this particular press conference is a specific piece of legislation that was passed ensuring that we are required to speak with members of the press community, whether written or recorded word, and we are entitled to restrict information that we deem to be sensitive, but we are required to speak and give them a chance to pose questions. You understand that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The art of this is providing answers that satisfy their questions while withholding the truly sensitive information. What I want you to do is focus on the mercenaries, the lights, the eyes even, all that good stuff. But you let them ask the questions, right? You let them ask those leading questions. You can mention names, but don't bring up affiliations yourself. Let the newsies do that for you. Then you can innocently reply. So well, let's practice. Oh, yep, let's practice. And is it true that there were armed mercenaries involved in some sort of a skirmish? Fuck, what was the question? Oh no. Roth blinks at you. Are you sure you're feeling alright, Sedaris? No, but that doesn't matter. I've got to do it. So I here mean, we go. We could just leave it up to Bolt if you feel that's the best course of action. See, that's why I have to do it, because that would be terrible. Speaking of Bolt, we got scant amount of time before he decides to show up, which could be now or an hour for now. Who knows? Well, let me get this out of the way real quick in lieu of, you know, practicing. What should I not mention at all? Leans back in his chair and he smiles and he says, You know, I thought about that quite a lot in the last day or so, especially. I don't think I care. I think as long as you ain't going out of your way to spread the information yourself, it don't really matter what questions they ask. So ultimately, I know they don't want us to say there was a Laracorp involvement. Because they're afraid of the backlash. Because Olerocorp's gotta look real good. That's what your granddaddy wants. That's what all of his friends want. But that ain't what I want. So you don't nail them to a tree or nothing. But if they bring it up, you can innocently reply. Does that make it easier for you? I mean, it's good to know what I can safely say. I would not recommend... Offering extended information regarding these red-eyed individuals and the medical results of certain autopsies, as that is classified in ongoing investigation. Yep. If they ask if there is involvement or correlation, you could say something along the lines of, It's uncertain or it's unclear. Or, I generally wouldn't say, I'm not at liberty to say, or any deflecting question like that, because... That's the same as saying yes without saying yes. Right. So I'll be honest here, Sedaris. I think no matter what happens, it's going to turn out all right. Yeah, that's a good attitude to go into this with. She is sitting down at the table and tossing the... You, you know when you slide the water bottles sure. back on oh, the yeah. slick table? That's what she's been doing like for five minutes. So he just watches it go back and forth. You make any progress in that thing we talked about? I know it's pretty soon, but... I, what can I say? I'm antsy. No, I haven't made any yet, but I was hoping to make some later today, because I can't think that my grandfather won't be around today. Mm, that's probably 
an accurate assumption. But I'll let you know if I get anything. And he nods to you with a small smile. And he says, It's quite a mess needs cleaning up, Sedaris. So either help with it or you're a part of it. Well, I'm already holding a broom. She says holding nothing <laughs> but air and intention. <laughs> he nods and continues on. The last two days, we got more cases of these red-eyed individuals popping up throughout the city. And we're containing that as much as we can, but there have been enough cases that folks have got to talking about it. I do have a question about that. Mm. Have any of them been captured? We haven't managed to take any alive. They're either dead by the time we get there or in the midst of violent altercation. I would greatly appreciate if one could be brought in. He quirks a brow ridge at you. I agree, but I won't sacrifice the lives of my regulators to make it happen. In a life or death situation, if they can't successfully bring them in, I choose my people's lives. But if it just so happens to work out that everybody can be alive? Well, that's nice thinking. Yeah. Hopefully it can work out that way. But uh, of course, uh, you have leave to go out and hunt some of them down yourself if that's an appropriate avenue to investigate. Might be. But you can speak with your squad leader about that. Yeah. Has he been in today? Silas? Yeah. No, he hasn't. I've not seen him yet, but it's early. Well, I guess I'll see him later. While we're still talking about these eyes, the ones that we brought back in, some of them had that same pattern as before, you know, in their brain matter. And some were entirely different. Different? It started out looking the same. Then the pattern changed. So like a 10% match. Something like that. Could this thing be mutating? I don't know, maybe. And I do have a scientific background, but it's a little outside of my normal expertise. Thing about in the world now, Corey especially, there's a lot of unknowns. Things changing. It's only been 200 years since all this happened. Who could say? Some Karnak just mutate through their lifetime. What do we know? We don't know anything. She says, flopping her pencil onto the table. Makes it that much harder to be a regulator. Or an inquisitor and see where poor Silas gets all of his stress from. Yeah. She agrees, not saying anything more about that. <laughs> As you are sitting there having this exchange with him, the door opens and in enters Bolt Bulig. Wonderful. Who we've not seen since the end of last season, I think. I think he delivered the, the red eyed yeah. Nakir to Roja mm -hmm. and then dipped. Yep. Bolt enters. He is in his standard regulator garb with his purple pacification badge pinned to his chest. And Bolt, of course, is large, six and a half feet tall, maybe even a little bit more than that. Just huge, burly, rippling with muscles. Got those abs and those pecs. But if he wore glasses, maybe he could be a reporter. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> he does have glasses, actually. He does not look like a reporter. It's true. Golden longer flowing hair that he brushes back and uh, he's Ori so he has matching glowing gold eyes a large bright smile when he chooses to show it is he choosing uh 
I think he is. I think he's laughing right now as he walks into the room. I bet Phil Nutter's fucking with him. Uh, no, actually, he's being trailed by Lepaco. Goddamn. Uh, also, Bolt, while he's wearing his regulator uniform, there is a tie. He just has a tie. He just on has his a uniform. tie on it. I mean, it's a it's a tie. But is it's... it tied like it normally would be, like around the neck, or is it pinned like a badge to him? Um, it doesn't look like it goes around his neck, but it is in the center of his body. Is it a clip on? You don't know. She's got to find out. <laughs> All right, but yeah, uh, Bolt walks in and just giving a... <laughs> trailed by Regulator Lepaco, who is a short squat Yara with spindly spider-like legs protruding from his back that help push him along the ground. You're not sure if you've ever seen him I've never seen walk him walk normally. I've never seen him walk normally. But he's got dirty blonde hair, a ruddy face, small watery eyes, a bushy mustache patchy balding head kind of paunchy too and he's following and he says oh mr bolt you do go on gives him a pat on the back and bolt walks in and looks and sees both you and roth and flops into a seat on roth's side of the table roth watches him sit with cold flat eyes reptilian eyes turns to you and pointedly says well, Sedaris, thank you for the chat. I think uh, you've been briefed in full and you can fill in uh, Mr. Bulig here. Unless you had any additional questions for me at this time. I can't think I do. Mm, lovely. Well, he pushes himself to his feet, holds his claws out to the side and says, I'm sure it'll be a wonderful conference. Yep. And then he... Ah, I do have a question. Is this going to be... Is this video or purely scribbling? He turns and looks back to you and says, that's up to the press, but if I had to guess, and I don't, probably both. All right. Smile wide, Sedaris. Smile <laughs> and, wide. And she does, but it looks like it hurts because she hasn't needed to smile very big. And he gives you a toothy smile as he grasps the handle of the door, turns it, and leaves. Bolt sitting across from you and Lepaco is just busying himself arranging the things in the room. Bolt's expression is a bit more somber than it was when he entered. He just sits there looking at you for a little bit, and then he puts his elbows on the table and brings his hands together in a steepled finger oh God. type thing, and he says, Long time no see, Sedaris. Well, I was asleep for a couple days. Mm, I'm so, aware. Yep. Did you come and visit? I like your tie. <laughs> Did you oh, get any water? Uh She's hoping to confuse him with as many rapid-fire questions as possible. Yeah, I think he's about to respond to one of them, and then you throw out another one, and he's just looks like he's already been thrown off course. She makes dagger eyes over at Lepaco. When he turns around and sees that, he gives you a bright smile and a small wave. She waves. Oh, yeah, the tie. Yes, the ties. Uh, I think it works. What do you think? I think it might be more of a boardroom look than a regulator look. You know what I mean? Mm. It's fashionable, but there's overlap, right? Certainly. I, I think that uh, I think that checks all the boxes I needed to. Might look good on that plant over there and be a fun goof. Don't be ridiculous, nurse. I would never. I, I'm very upset with you. Me? Yes, you, Sedaris. What, what, what did I do? Um, she says, knowing fully everything she's ever done. I respect you too much. I did respect you too much to explain all of it, but since I don't respect you as much now, I guess I need to. What? You took the team and went out to that island without me. Bolt Bulig, your leader. 
Bolt, we couldn't find you. It was at night. You were gone. That's ridiculous. You could have found me if you wanted to. Bolt, it was a quick thing. Silas told us we had to go take care of this. You knew full well where I was. Where were you? Were you at the Lotus? Gives you exasperated eyes and says, I'm not going to have this conversation with you now. Bolt, I don't know where you live. I don't know. I don't, don't have a contact number for you. I don't know how to get in contact with you because you never... You don't know. turn this around on me. <laughs> <Fuck. laughs> you know what? Hold she on, was on. desperately hoping hold, that Hold on, hold work. on. Let me, let me roll some smarts here. Okay. That's, that's she is implying that she asked him before. I think that's persuade or performance if you want to roll and train. Five. Five. You got a four. He narrows his eyes at you and says... I'll be honest, Sedaris, I don't remember that at all. It might, might have been during green o'clock, mm. to be fair. Well, you should know better than to try to bring something important up during green o'clock. I didn't even know about green o'clock before now. Well, there's a lot of things you apparently don't know, Sedaris. I know, and I'm and, the one that's doing the press briefing. And look where we are now. I'm going to need some help, okay? I'm going to need a lot of help, actually. I think you're a little confused here, Sedaris. I probably am. I am the leader of this task force. Yep. I will be the one answering the, the the questions from the press. You were there to assist me because you were on site and I wasn't. This is true. And how I'm do you think that looks? Real good. And how do you think that looks, Sedaris? The leader of a task force not even there when it's when it's dire. It makes me look bad. I can't have that. You can't drag my name through the mud like this, Sedaris. Well, I didn't want to do that. Well, look where we are. Hmm. Hmm. Heaves a big sigh. Lapaco scuttles over and. Gives him a, a small plate with a pastry on it. You're not sure where he got it from. It's going to be all right, Mr. Bolt. Just, uh, you should eat this. Keep up your strength. It's going to be soon. You know, don't let her, uh, don't let her get in your head or nothing. Gives him the most withering fucking look while Bolt's eating this pastry. Lepaka looks over to you and gives you a small wink. Oh my god. He's insufferable. <laughs> Bolt's still eating. He says, this going to be really bad for me. What was that, Bolt? I said... <clears throat> I said, this could be bad. You know, I'm I'm ahead of this uh, new task force. I'm supposed to be uplifting the people's hopes, making them believe in me. How can I make them believe in me, Sedaris, if I'm not where I need to be? If I'm not in the middle of the action? I'm a beacon. I'm supposed to be a beacon of hope to the people. Brighter than a lighthouse. Well, then it would have just been too bright out there, Paul. Don't try to flatter me, Sedaris. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. It's all right. Don't. You know I get a little flustered sometimes, Paul. I'm really going to need some help today. Mm. I know, Sedaris. It's all... I'm here now. That's all that matters. Thank God. Well, if I would have been there before, you might not have been exploded. I know. I was thinking about that. And yet you were exploded. Well, I thought about it after I was exploded. Mm. That must have been painful. Yeah, it wasn't great. I wouldn't know. I've never exploded. I can't recommend it. I don't intend to. My, my but prowess... But never intends to get exploded. My prowess and raw skill won't allow me to explode. I, I think I'm above such things. Yeah, probably. Sedaris, I'm going to cut to the chase. I, I believe in you. I think I can make a good regulator out of you yet. But behavior like this, it's simply not acceptable. I can't have you undermining my authority, especially in front of others. To the rest of the team, even. To be fair, Bolt, I wasn't undermining. It was a direct directive from Silas. You weren't there. We had to act quick. Mm. You remember 
at the lighthouse, those boats, right? The boats that we saw when we were out there looking at stuff. He stares at you for maybe two or three seconds and blinks once and says, Yes, of course. I knew you would. They were gone, so we had to go check it out before they came back. Did, did, did you find them? Did we find the boats? Well, we found a big boat and a lot of people on it, and then it got exploded. So. Well, we can't leave these loose threads hanging, Sedaris. We need to find these tiny boats. Somebody's going to be looking. Who's, who's looking for the tiny boat? I don't know. If they ask us who... Ah! Don't just direct them towards me. If, if it's a too tough a question, I've got it. Probably. I was there. You, you were there, so I would expect you to know all the answers, not give me these half-hearted maybes. I, you don't seem like you're fully committed, Sedaris. I'm very committed. I don't know if I should take you out there now. You should definitely take me out there, Bolt. Why? Why should I do that? After you betrayed me so brazenly. Everyone was involved except for me. How do you think I feel, Sedaris? My whole team goes out to do things without me. My team, the Wonderbolts. The Wonderbolts, Sedaris. Your name is in the... Yes, yes it is. I mean, we could always name it something different. If you don't like it anymore. <laughs> oh, he, he gives you such a withering like. Oh, no. God, his his face is like pinched. He literally shakes his head and Scott like. Oh. Did you just say scoff? <laughs> <laughs> he does that and Lepaco pats his bicep and he says, oh, she didn't mean that, Mr. Bolt. She didn't mean that. And he turns to you and gives you like a, well, what the fuck are you doing kind of glare. She jerks one shoulder at him. Bolt, is there anything I can say? Anything I can do to restore your faith in me? <laughs> and she, like, puts several fingers, like, downwards onto the table for emphasis. Heaves a big sigh, and he's drumming his enormous fingers on the table while he's casting around the room. He looks very listless and wistful. He's just looking up and around at things. Like, there's nothing to look at in here. It's just a very empty right. room, but he's just like... <sighs> As he's listlessly looking around, she will cross to the other side of the table and sit down right next to him, just like a, like a puppy dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, she doesn't pull that out fucking ever, <laughs> but now's the time. Um, go ahead and do performance, uh, and I'll, I'll give you a plus two. <laughs> oh, man. So I'll, I'll negate your untrained penalty. I'm going to use a Benny, because okay. that was bad. <laughs> I see one, one over there. Is that a crit fail? <clears throat> Might be a crit fail. Oh, God. To be fair, it's been a little while. It's true. It's been a little All while. Right. She was rolling pretty high. Maybe she does this so fucking abysmally is because she never does this. Yeah, and she just kind of thought it might work. Try and be like, oh, I'm sorry, Paul. Yeah. He just watches you sit down. He says, oh, don't look at me like that, Sedaris. I can tell this is clearly an act. You don't take me seriously at all. After everything we've been through, I thought you cared about me. You helped me. I was loopy, and you helped walk me through the city. And here we are. You just trying to undermine me in front of everyone. I just Don't believe in the Wonderbolts. I kind of thought we lift each other up, right? Because we protected each other coming back from the Lotus. That was really scary. I wouldn't well, have made it back without you. You got that guy all the way to Roja. That was amazing. Yes, and then you went and blew that all up by getting blown up yourself. I can't allow Are you angry that I got blown up? Yes! I'm sorry I got blown up. So am I. I would have invited you if we knew where you lived, Bolt. Well, well. We didn't know where you were and we had to go fast. 
It's tactics. You can't always have a perfect team at all times. Obviously, you want to. I am the perfect team, Sedaris. And he... We are the perfect team, Bolt. A team can't be perfect without Bolt. Without I, the one, the Wonderbolt. I know, but a man is, one man is not a team. That is a, a pillar of success, she says, <laughs> gesturing at his body. Bolt, I, do you want to go see Shazad with me? I, you, you, that word again is, I don't understand what that is. She's That's, just trying to lay that in at any point. Just being like, you want to go see Shazad? Maybe, Shazad, maybe after all of this blows over, you can explain this nonsense to me. But it's not right nonsense. now, Sedaris, I need you to focus. You're so scatterbrained. You can't be bothered to, to call me and we're about to go out to a big press conference and you're talking about something, some word that I don't know. Okay, scratch that. Don't even worry about it. We're just going to do a really good... Just a really, really good interview. And then, maybe if Phil's there, we can all go to my parents' restaurant, have a nice chat. It's on me. Just buds on the town repairing shattered trust, she says, sounding very remorseful. I'll let you use Persuade this time. Oh, this time? This time. Four. I don't know what it's going to take to... Restore my faith in you, Sedaris. I think I just need to see some consistency and some enthusiasm. And I need you to believe in the mission statement, which is me, the Wonderbolt. We're the Wonderbolts. I can't teach you to be a better regulator if I'm not around to see it. Hmm? How do you expect to improve, Sedaris, if I'm not around to help you improve? Well, maybe you can help me study for my pacification exams. I don't think you're ready for that, Sedaris. We've got know. a we've got a lot of work to do. Help me with it. Maybe maybe you're the best teacher I've ever had, she mm. says, and she inside she breaks saying that. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you to roll persuade on that one as well, because that's a that's a, a big old that's lie. A big old lie. This one's Alright, what did you get? Not good enough. Five. Well, I've been trying to groom you, Sidaris, but again, I can't do that if you run off and get exploded without me. So Moving forward, Wonderbolts. 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 Say Wonder it again. Say Won it louder. Wonderbolts. She claps her hands There's, and makes two fists. I like that enthusiasm. That's good. And she looks over at Lepaco to see what the fuck he's doing. Lepaco at this point has straightened up everything he can in this tiny room, so he's just standing in the corner watching. And Lepaco, there's so many chairs. Oh, I'm fine. I think it's important to be light on my feet in case, you know, troubles abound and be there to help y'all out. Tr well, what kind of trouble? Uh, well, I don't know, Sedaris. I almost got shot to death up in the spire, you know, a couple days ago. Did you forget that? I did Were you not, not there with I... me? Did I not fly after you to the fans? You did. My lord. To be fair, I guess you weren't on your feet when we were flying. You say that, and his, his expression, his eyes go a little flatter, and the ruddiness of his face increases by, like, two shades. I think that's the most she's ever visibly upset him. And he, I think <laughs> that's, he, that's, a, he that's just, a, an achievement unlocked. He just stews in the corner. Well, I do appreciate that, Sedaris, but, um, well, our squad's got a lot of work to do. And I, I can't say that I, uh, I'm appreciative of... The oversight that we're currently seeing, since it seems to be lacking if it's so flippant to send all of you out to your desks without me. That doesn't seem like good leadership. So we'll have to work on that moving forward. But I don't think we have time to get into that now. Oh, almost assuredly not right now, she says, trying to sidestep that conversation. 
pulls out a watch and checks it and says, Well, I think it's uh, almost time. Unless you had something else you want to go over. No, I think that was it. Glad to see you, Paul. You do, Sidaris. And with all of your skin. Yeah, I got all of it back, huh? That's a... <laughs> wow. Roche is the best. <laughs> uh, who? Oh, oh, yes, the, um... Da the doctor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 I'll keep that in mind. Let's be off, Sedaris. Yeah, do you know where we're going? The press conference area is right outside the spire on the little That's circular thing. That's kind of what thing. I was figuring, So I, th I think Athena would know this. So the moths can eavesdrop. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Bolt stands up and uh, makes his way to the door and says, Come along now, Sedaris. Will do. As you guys are going out, uh, Lepaco elbows his way past you and leans in and hisses, You have no idea how many of your messes I've cleaned up. And gives you a little shove. What? You heard me. I don't think I did. What are you talking about? He just, he just holds his hands out to the side like, come on, really? No, I'm, I'm genuinely asking because I know you clean a room that I use. Or are you talking about metaphysical problems and messes I make? I've been pretty tidy. Bolt is walking out up the corridor and Lepaco is walking backwards on his spider legs and he just says, honestly, I don't know what she sees in you. Son of a bitch. And just that motherfucker. Scutt scuttles out backwards down the hall. God damn it. She's connected dots finally. I think she follows him like wagging a finger <laughs> in his direction. Her eyes are glowing just a little bit. And he's he's still going backwards after Bolt. So like you guys are having one of these continuous things as he's- Lepaco, I swear to God. Well, keep your mouth shut. Don't start running now. I'm not saying anything right now. God damn. Good. Thank you. And she pat slaps his face and walks past him. Oh, he's ahead of you. So he's no, walking. No, that's what I meant. She doubles down to get in front of him. Just like pat pat and goes. Oh, he, he's not going to let you do that. Damn it. He scuttles to stay ahead of you. He's not going to let you get the last word in. That's fair. Don't slap me. I wasn't going to. Oh, honestly. We should have a little chat later. But not right now. I don't know what there is to chat about. I don't know either. But we're going to find out, aren't we? Hmm. I don't know if that's for you to decide. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys uh, go up the stairs following Bolt, and you meet Roth in the lobby and begin to make your way. Athena, Roth leads you and the others outside the spire, heading towards the area set aside for such press briefings and conferences. Oh. The others go ahead of you, and just outside that exit of the spire, you find your grandfather waiting for you. Oh, good. Darius Sedella. Didn't even have to look for him. Yeah. He's standing just outside the doors of the spire, hands behind his back. Darius is a bit taller than Athena, but with short salt and pepper hair, a dark mustache, the same cat-slitted yellow eyes as you, but many more creases in his face. And he brightens as he sees you and immediately moves to intercept. Roth gives him a very long look, but doesn't stop his pacing. And as Darius nears into you, uh, Roth does turn over his shoulder and arches a, arches a brow at you, but continues out of view. She does not give him the time of day currently. Mm -hmm. She's undercover. Sure. He reaches out to give you a hug. Yeah, she gave him a hug. Pulls you in, pats you on the back, and he says, Oh, Deirdre, I just found out you're involved in speaking with the press. First conference like this, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's so early. 
He glances over his shoulder and leans into you and says, If you need any pointers, I would be happy to help, of course. I wouldn't mind one or two. I know you can't speak with me about specifics, but... And he leans in with uh, one hand, giving your shoulder a squeeze. It is imperative that you assist in keeping the peace. Keep a lid on anything inflammatory, you know. Oh, inflammatory is kind of my life right now. All the more reason to keep it under wraps. Yep. We, um, are you free later? I really, I need to talk to you since it's important. His brows knit in concern, but he nods to you and says, Yes, of, of course I can be, Deirdre, but is, is everything all right? It will be. I just, I, I just, I'm worried about some stuff. Of course. Who knows we all are right now? Well, yeah. He's worried a little more nebulous, but we can get into that later. She smiles at him. He returns the smile, but it's a little hesitant. Mm. And he straightens up with his more proper posture. And he's got one of those shoulder cloaks over one side that's sort of draped on his arm as he stands Fancy. there. Dark tones. Well, the media always tried to cause trouble, but just give them simple answers and don't let them lead you into traps. And don't let them put words in your mouth. I mean, is it more Sato Novi causing trouble than the Chronicle? Seems like. Seems like, Grandfather. Seems like it. He wrinkles his nose a little bit and says, All the press has an agenda. Keep the peace. That's my job. Mm. He looks like he's about to say something else, but in the air right next to both of you, there's a small moat of golden light that just flickers into existence. Hmm. Darius blinks and then has a very weary expression flash over his face for only a moment, and then it returns to polite neutrality. And the moat is small but quickly widens. A second later, it elongates into an oblong golden portal, and a man steps through. What? He's wearing a dark suit with gold trim and a small over-the-shoulder cape, much like your grandfather's style. Peachy skin, a tall, slight build with matching narrow features and golden eyes with matching hair. His golden hair is medium length and combed over to one side, spilling down onto one shoulder in a seemingly careless but specifically sculpted tumble. Hmm. And he offers a small bow at the hips to both of you and gives a reserved but very brilliant smile. She can only assume who this motherfucker's related to. Darius. Getting a little one-on-one -on -one time, I see. We haven't had the pleasure yet. And he turns to you, Athena, extending a hand. And he is all eyes for you. Oh. And it truly is a pleasure. Be even more of a pleasure if I knew your name, sir. She says very pointedly. The smile widens a bit, and he says, My name is Zaxby. Do you shake his hand? Yeah. I guess. Skin's very soft, and he gives you a firm squeeze. Is it, like, lotion soft? Yeah, probably. It's like a firm squeeze that lingers just a little too long before he slides his hand away. Oh, Keeping yes. skin contact as much as possible. Gross. And he's good. Hmm. Fuck. Keeps his eyes on you and very slowly turns back to Darius and says, Have you finished? It's time we relocated. Darius looks from him to you. With that same neutral but weary expression, and he says, Of course, Zaxby, we can be off now. Oh, it's a pleasure. Zaxby turns back to you with still smiling, but now it's smaller, maybe like a more private smile. Indeed. She doesn't like that. She gives her grandfather a hard fucking look. Like, mm -hmm. what? what is going on yeah. with this guy? 
He turns to you again, Athena, and he says, I can't thank you enough for keeping my nephew company, keeping him safe all this time. It's good for him to have a guiding influence, you see. I didn't know that was public knowledge. Well, I mean, you've been in the news with him. It's public knowledge that you're a Wonderbolt, aren't you? That's why you're here. Oh, I'm more your, your familial ties. Oh, well. It's not hard to figure out. I shouldn't think so. Certain things run the family. And he sort of looks down at himself and then back to you with... His smiles are not quite smarmy or self-satisfied, but they're they're more knowing. Like, there is self-knowledge there. Like, he knows he's an attractive man. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy to see the family resemblance between him and Bolt. He's like, if Bolt wasn't super fucking jacked. <laughs> okay. A lot. And there's a Bolt. lot more. Yeah, there's a lot more intelligence behind the eyes. Hmm. Well, keeping your nephew safe is one of my very top priorities currently. Hmm. Well, Thank you for this gift, she says, just kind of shaking her head. But you know how when you shake it and it's like a nod and a shake and one, it's just kind of a circle. Does that get across? Sure. Sometimes it's important to count our blessings, be thankful for what we have and the role we get to play. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she just gives her grandfather one last very hard and very dubious look. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll catch up with you a little later. And while you are here speaking with Darius and now Zaxby, you can hear Roth's voice in the background, amplified by likely microphones. You don't say. (laughs) (laughs) He gives you a tight smile. He turns back to Zaxby and looks like he's about to say something. And then Zaxby says, well, we should be off. We don't need to go walking in front of the press. We could skip to the back of the line. Waves his hand and... One of those golden tears appears in the air next to them. He says, let's be off, Darius. And moves to step through. And your grandfather, his expression as soon as Zaxby walks through the portal, turns to something much more serious. And he turns to you and says, keep the peace. Just gives him a, a weaker thumbs up than it would have been like two minutes ago. Turns and walks through the portal after him. Athena looks for Roth to see where she needs to go. Probably the podium, huh? You turn around the corner and it's very clear where you need to go. Uh, She falls in line behind Bolt. Because why not let him go first? And the area where press conferences are generally held, it's on the south side of the spire, adjacent from the exit of the hub. It's just a a small clearing area. There's a couple of wide set steps that lead up to a dais. On the dais is a stone podium. There's ample standing room there. And there's plenty of room for people to just congregate. There is a substantial crowd gathered outside the spire. It looks like it's mostly a crowd of civilians. At the very front, there are a lot of reporters. There are, I think, two individuals who appear to be holding video cameras, and they're like larger, bulkier video cameras. The rest are holding notepads, just ready to start jotting things down. Gotcha. Is one of those video boys Phil Nutter? One of them is Phil Nutter. Phil is holding the camera and is joined by an individual that you would probably recognize to be Donovan Reno, who is the lead Novi Now reporter, who, for all intents and purposes, just looks like a stereotypical, boring-ass white guy reporter. <laughs> right. He's got a swoop of hair. Nothing remarkable about him at all, really, aside from his big hairdo. Is Dick Richter in the crowd? 
yeah, Dick Richter's in there too. He appears to be standing further back. Mm. So he's he's not at the front. He's a few feet behind Phil. Well, she's not pleased with that. You do also recognize Slugstone, who was the arrow reporter. Humanoid looking, metal mustache. He's got a newsboy cap on. And of course, Phil Nutter, as we mentioned, is there. And Phil is a tiny Axian Karnik. Looks like a tiny round frog with dark green and black mottled skin and a shysty expression on his face. It sounds right. With frog patterning that makes it look like he has a tiny little mustache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he is holding a camera. Looking out into this crowd, it takes you a little bit, but you do spot Pavi and Roja tucked away in the back. And when they see you see them, they both raise a hand and offer smiles of solidarity. Oh, good. Maybe on the opposite end of the crowd, way, way in the back, you notice the golden hair of Zaxby Zadar standing next to your grandfather. As you're walking out, Roth is speaking to the congregated people and his voice is being... There's a microphone up there that is Corey Powered and projecting his voice. And you catch him saying the edge of... Uh, and uh, now we'd like to open questions to the press, which will be answered by Regulator Athena Sedaris of the Wonderbolt Task Force. He said her name right. That's a relief. What, instead of Deirdre? Yes. Yeah. Waves a hand off to one side and begins to walk away and then goes back and is just sort of leaning leaning to reach the mic and says, and regular mobile. <laughs> Fuck. Walks uh, and stands off to one side and gives you a, a smile as you're walking up there. And she straightens her badge and yeah. walks on up. As soon as Bolt is within sight of the crowd. He's got his giant palm up doing the beauty pageant wrist turn wave to everybody. He's got it's a very Disney princess. Very Disney princess. Big toothy smile. He glows just a little bit brighter. People in the crowd are screaming, cheering. You can see some people with Bolt Bulig merchandise t-shirts and nice. stuff like that. Like, is lamb. anyone drinking a can of Jolt? I probably wouldn't be able I don't to think, see it. I don't think Athena knows what Jolt looks like either. So. That's fair. Who knows? Roll, roll me a notice at minus four. Nah. Twos. And you guys walk over to a double podium with Mike set up for both of you. She pats the back of his bicep with the flat of her hand and gives him a thumbs up under the podium. He continues waving and gives you a sidelong quirk of an eyebrow. Like, what, what's up? She shakes her head. <laughs> she stands patiently at her podium Sweaty, anxious, <laughs> ready to get this done. Bolt leans into the microphone and he just hobnobs the crowd a little bit. Oh, well, good morning, Caldonix. How wonderful to see you all. Thank you for joining us here on this fine, fine day. Yada, yada. And he, he throws out a couple smarmy comments to that effect. Right. Like, let's get a, let's get a big round of applause for the Wonderbolts and uh, my associate, uh, Athena Sedaris. And there's... I think how many applause? There's applause at Wonderbolts, and then it tapers off a little bit for Sedaris. But there's polite applause. She thousand yard stares as all of the applause is happening because this is not appropriate yeah. for a press conference. As that's happening, your eyes lock with in concert Dick Richter and then Phil Nutter, who oh, both just are giving you these shit eating grins. Very happy to see you. Of course they are. Well, let's get this started, shall we? Um. And he points a dainty hand out to Slugstone, who's raised his pencil or pen in the air, and says, You have a question. He steps forward and pushes his hat back a little bit with his writing implement, and he says, 
Uh, yes, thank you, Mr. Bolt. Uh, Slugstone called Chronicle. Hello, hello. And immediately turns to you, Athena, Oof. and says, Can you tell us what occurred on the island of the lighthouse several nights ago? Uh, could you be a bit more specific? That's a bit of a broad question, Slug. Well, it looked like it was a broad event. Lots happening. Well, let's start bit by bit then. That's what we're here for. What, what? Because Broth asked her to let the questions come to her, so she's trying to do that. That's true. Well, for starters, there were reports of gunfire, ballistic gunfire. Everyone on the shore could see large flashing lights, orange, purple, red explosion. Care to comment? Was there ballistic gunfire on the island? Yes, yes, there was. The gunfire was from a mercenary uh, outfit who was using the island uh, potentially as a supply drop. We've noticed boats out there in previous days, saw the absence of boats, went to go investigate, hence the gunfire. As you're doing that, everyone in the crowd that has a notepad is, you know, scribbling and jotting things down. She looks over at Roth real nervous, like just flick, flicks a glance. Roth just looks happy as a clam. He's just standing there, hands behind his back, big old grin, yep. just not looking at anyone directly, just just existing. Cool, man. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's all well and good, but what about these lights? Uh, bright orange lights, the call of purple energy, red explosion, care to comment? What can you tell us? The lights sighted from the island are part of an ongoing investigation we don't quite know what all of them were. The red was just an explosion. No need to worry about that. Is this in any way related to the existing reports of red-eyed individuals wreaking havoc across the city? I think we'd need to conduct further investigation into that before we're able to corroborate, she says, <laughs> fizzling out a bit at the end there. I would like you to make me, let's see. Your first one was good. Your, your last one was not good. Mm -mm. Give me a straight persuasion. Okie doke. Four. Okay. Slug is jotting something down and nods to that. And what about the mercenary company? Do we have any reason to believe they're a continued threat? Have they been addressed, disposed of, escaped? You'll be pleased to know most of them are dead. And there's murmurs in the crowd. So. What about the rest of them? The rest of them have retreated through a tunnel, which we are looking into closing. That sends another murmur ripple through the crowd. A tunnel. Could you please elaborate on that? There's a tunnel going to the surface? Well, we do live in a cave, slug. Plenty of tunnels. So it does lead to the surface, then? We have not sent regulator forces to investigate yet. We're still cleaning up the city, making sure people aren't hurt by these red-eyed individuals. But resources will, no doubt, be reallocated to this. More scribbling, more murmuring. Do you have any suspects or leads as to the cause or responsible party? One of the only names our investigation has turned up is Zimian Krell, so we will be looking into that very closely. She says, hoping the cameras aren't fuzzy when she looks directly into them, into his soul when he watches. Very nice. More scribbling and murmuring from the crowd. As Slug is about to ask something else, Donovan Reno shoves his way to the front, holding his mic and talking at you, and he says, Donovan Reno, Novi Now. Yes, hello, Mr. Reno. He turns to Bolt. I'd like to hear from the leader of the task force. Mr. Bulig, why is regulation being so tight-lipped about the situation? What is regulation trying to hide here? Bolt waves a hand and he says, 
You know, I, I really wish I could answer that question, but the truth of the matter is, I wasn't present there. I wasn't on the island. I wasn't cold. And there's people whispering in the crowd. He says, my task force was deployed by the Oculus, uh, what I'm sure he believed to be an appropriate response in the moment. Uh, but the end result was several of our regulators were grievously wounded and some of the responsible parties escaped. Athena puts her hands up. To be fair, only one of our regulators was grievously wounded. And as you can all see, I'm doing fine today. Mm. You see, I didn't even know how many got wounded because I wasn't there. There's more. Donovan Reno says, Mr. Bulig, are you saying that uh, control of the Wonderbolts was commandeered from you by someone higher in the chain? And he says, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. What Bolt may be, have, excuse me, what Pacifier Bulig may have forgotten <laughs> to say is that he was off duty and could not be reached. Sometimes there are tactical moments that have to be taken advantage of with the crew you have when you have it. And where is the Oculus? He's looking at Bolt, and then he looks back to you, Athena, and just between the two. Surely he should be here to answer questions with the task force, if he's to be heading it himself. The Oculus is a very busy man, but this is our case, so we're going to talk to you about it, she says, earnestly. Are we to understand that the Oculus is too busy to speak to the people of Kaldonix, to give us the answers that we're thirsty for? Well, I'm sure and we he, can he... provide what <laughs> I swear to God, if he drinks a jolt, <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I think, and he he turns to the camera behind him and holds up a smug and says, "Joel Cola," turns back to you. Did you just do an ad break in the middle of this press conference, Donovan? He turns back to you. And I'm thirsty for an answer about that. You, turns to Bolt and says, "Regulator Bulick." <laughs> Are we to understand that the Oculus is too busy to even come to his own press conference? And Bolt says, Well, uh, much like I was apparently out of reach, it seems the Oculus is equally out of reach. What do you think, Regulator Sedaris? And he's sort of like leaning on the Just podium. Just cash. Business cat, like informal, but he's like the kind of guy who comes in wearing a suit, takes off the jacket, slings it over his shoulder, and then sits backwards in a chair. Jolt is for like, closers. Let's wrap. The Oculus was not himself present on the island at the time of the incident, so really I am the best conduit for this information, she says, like, haha, to herself. I, th I think there is at least one person out in the crowd who goes, oh, <laughs> she's the conduit, she said it. And Fuck. it causes some murmurs. Donovan Reno turns back and says, Regulator Sedaris, this hardly seems like a time to be flippant and speaking about sports and... I didn't. Hobbies and pastimes. I making didn't such talk jokes. about sports. Puts on a real sourpuss face and shakes his head at you. She looks at him and sips a fake can. <laughs> he just scoffs. Are there other questions pertaining to this case and not my own personal interests? Where is the Oculus currently, Regulator Sedaris? Can he be reached for comment? I myself have not seen him today. I do not know. I'm not the keeper of his schedule. He's a busy man. Bolt leans in the mic and he says, I don't know about the rest of you, but I don't know how comfortable I am with someone in the leadership position who's too busy to come and speak to the common folk, who has our best interests at heart. And there's a rush of like, and he just puts his hands up and he says, I just try to be honest. I calls him like I sees him. There's another rush of murmurs at that. Donovan Reno turns back to you and he says, 
Do you agree, Regulator Sedaris? Do you feel that the Wonderbolt Task Force is currently lacking in leadership? Not at all. Do you care to back up that statement with any proof? Any further elaboration? What kind of proof could I give you that you wouldn't immediately try to pepper with holes there, Donovan? Ma'am, it's our job as news reporters to poke holes in as many things as we can. That's how you find the truth. If you have any more specific questions, I'd be happy to answer them. Reno straightens up a little bit more. He says, what is regulation going to do about all this? Mercenaries invading the city? Mounting an assault on the lighthouse? Tunnels that might lead to the surface? Or worse, what else is out there that we don't know about? I mean, in this world, things have been changing ever since the Zero. We are constantly in a state of discovery and innovation. New threats have to be treated as such. They can't just be dealt with how we always have been because it might not necessarily work. We have to be flexible, but you can count on the fact that we will always do the best we can to protect the city's people. Are we to understand we aren't safe even in our own homes? We become safer as communities when we work together. So let's just all work together, right? We're only a persuade at plus two. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> ah, it's a four. <laughs> This whole time, remember, your voice is amplified. amplified and projected out. And when you say that, there's a, a smattering of applause from the crowd being like, yeah, it's a... It's I think that genuinely point. surprises her. Yeah. Slugstone pushes his way back up and he's looking at you again. Athena you know, raises his... She brain. points a finger gun at him. Oh, don't you? Do you feel this will spur action or response from recent protesters? Which protesters would those be, Slug? Uh, the city's seen a rise in uh, protesters, especially against <coughs> toppers, in the last several weeks. I think it's safe to say these mercenaries likely came from the surface. Is regulation prepared for the backlash from the populace? I may have a unique take on this situation, purely because I've been gone for so long and I come back and I see that the city has changed so much more full of anger and distrust Wedges being driven between neighbors and friends are two halves, but it's all Caldonics, isn't it? Caldonics is a city of passion. I mean, it was built to survive the Zero with a burning drive to come out of it. A more innovative and prosperous society where you lift each other up. We always have, but sometimes our passions lead to situations boiling over. And sometimes actions are heard louder than words. After words have been ignored. This city is my home. Your home, all of you. Immigrated and Caldonics-born citizens alike. To see the streets like this is, to me, a clear sign that the city has desperate needs that aren't being met. This is the only way they can communicate and be noticed. And I want to hear what they have to say. Caldonics needs to adapt and change, just as we always have. It's not glamorous. Social change isn't an action serial. It's work. But it's work I'm willing to do. I see you. I hear you. Please. I want to help. Athena, you finish that sentence, and it looks like Slugstone is going to reply with a response to that. But before he's able to... There is a high-pitched siren that just sounds as just like a very a flat 
continuous noise for, I think, two seconds. Everyone in the crowd is startled, looks around. There's a lot of murmuring, trying to see what's going on. Athena's head is on a swivel right now, looking at Roth. Go ahead and make me a notice. Four. Four? Okay. Probably 50 feet up in the air. It looks like there's a hovering drone, a little helicopter propeller and it's flying around there, and it sparks with some light and shines an enormous projection on the spire behind you. And it's a man's head, probably at least 30 feet tall. It takes up a a very large portion of space behind you. So it's a helmet, kind of insectoid in shape, with dome-like eyes covering both sides of the hemispheres. And the bottom of the mask is empty. The head is, is looking down and stares in silence for a moment before beginning to speak. Our leadership is corrupt, held in the spacious, comfortable pockets of foreign oppressors. How many more rights will Darius Sedella vote away? How many more opportunities ripped from the palms of our citizens and thrust into the hands of the toppers? No more. We have tried diplomacy. We have lobbied and shouted and bashed our heads against walls for long enough. If force is the only language the oppressors understand, then that is the discourse, the universal translation, that we will speak. Sons and daughters of the Nyx, join us in our struggle. Guard our city, our way of life. Become a warden of the called. The crowd at first erupts when this guy starts talking and falls deathly silent as he continues. And Athena, this is without a doubt the face you saw weeks ago in Dietrich Strickland's office. It's one of those speak of the devil and he appears by chance or design. Krell. Fucking Krell. Zimian Krell. She told Reitz about this fucker the first time she talked to her. Nothing's been done. So she's going to take care of it herself, I guess. That's true. Yeah, basically what Reitz told you is you let me worry about that. You let me handle that. Thanks, Reitz. While Krell is talking, if you glance out into the crowd, Pavi and Roja are both looking on in shock and surprise. And so is your grandfather and Zaxby's standing in the back. Everyone is wrapped and looking up at this. And then he speaks one last time. I signed this promise in blood. Athena, could you roll me a notice? Uh, yeah, I'd fucking love to. Minus two. Thirteen. Oh shit, okay. As he finishes speaking, you get cold trickles down the back of your neck, and you turn, and everyone is looking up at this 30-foot tall image of this person's head, and as you turn to your left, you notice that there is a red dot slowly climbing its way up Bolt's torso. You see the dot rising on Bolt's chest, and there is a ping of instinct and awareness, and your gaze shifts out to the crowd, and you notice a similar dot rising on your grandfather's chest as well. Fuck! You're just gonna kill Bolt? I'm not doing anything. Off screen? Next week it's his funeral? (laughs) We've skipped the whole confrontation. Donovan Reno here, live from the funeral of Regulator Bolt Bulig. 
Pacifier, she says, dabbing her eyes with a <laughs> tissue. <laughs> it's a sad, sad day, but not that sad. He takes a sip from Jolt. Jolt Cola. <laughs> it can't bring you back from the dead. Not that kind of Jolt. <laughs> uh, what's the music playing <laughs> at, the funeral? at this imaginary funeral? Could it be Crockett or Wave Shaper? I mean, it could be. Probably would be if Probably I was editing one it. Or one or both, yeah. Yeah. You know what this funeral needs? Wave synth wave. <laughs> synth wave. <laughs> Ride that synth wave into the great beyond bolt. Maybe. Let's see what Athena has to say about that. Many things. Yeah, so we have Wave Shaper and Crockett. You can find Crockett on Twitter at Crockett80s and on Bandcamp at Crockett.bandcamp.com. What about Wave Shaper? Wave Shaper's on Twitter at Wave Shaper underscore S W E and on Bandcamp at Waveshaper One dot bandcamp dot com. That's the number one. We're on Twitter at RPG for you and me. I am on Twitter at you see the hat. Have you seen my hat? Have you seen it? I don't know. It's a headband right I now. I generally don't wear I no. it's not a hat. I do have a headband on. Don't right tell now. me what I'm looking at. I can see that. <laughs> I got schooled. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's appropriate if Athena is going back to school to be a pacifier. She's so mad at school. Yeah, well, maybe not this but school. But maybe this school would be really good for her if um, Bolt could do it. I, I have a scholarship for uh, exploding people to notice. God, he kind of does. Yeah. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash RPG for you and me. Still searchable. The button company that I used just sent me an email to say production's back online. Amazing. So That's maybe great. I will be able to soon get some bits to send out all that good stuff to you folks who for are the tears. patiently yep. waiting thank you for your patience but we will get you some cool swag as soon as we can we have some thank yous to some of our very favorite patrons thank you to michael from patreon thank you michael thank you so much glad you're able to catch up but uh, i definitely understand having a backlog because it's man, so I'm, satisfying to just rip through it i i often uh, for my favorite shows, I like letting them pile up a couple at a time because I hate the the week to week wait. I'm a binger. I like to just dive in and smash that content to pieces with my ears. <laughs> New podcast, ear smashers. Ear, ear smashers. Ew. Yeah, it's you know if I if I could grind audio up into a fine powder to then just rub inside my ear. But yes, thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Who do we have uh, to thank for the the basis for this fantastic tabletop RPG system that we play in? The Pinnacle Entertainment Group. That is, yeah, absolutely. And uh, where can we find the Pinnacle Entertainment Group? PegInc.com. PegInc.com. Do you like my shitty air horn noise? Well, stay tuned for a bonus scene. If you've been skipping these outros, you've also been skipping every scene. That's all right. If In you, this season. You can if, always go back and listen. Yeah, eventually, maybe you listen to one of the after episode things and you'll be like, bonus scene? Yeah. For all of season two. So far, so at least. So far. Yeah, that's, that's the goal. But we'll see you next week, guys. See you next week, guys. Thanks for being here. Athena walks down the hall to the task force room and opens the door with a foot, shoves it in because she's carrying two containers of coffee. Take out coffee in a box because Bolt requested it for some reason. So she's brought it. Excellent. Like a good delivery girl. 
she has proficiency in delivery girling from the surface. That's true. Very briefly. Oh, very you poorly. were kind of, you were a bad courier. She was a bad courier. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she couldn't find the address one time and just ended up eating the pizza herself. <laughs> and never went back. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why she got fired. You kick the door in and everyone is already present here. Sprawled on the couch is Bolt. Scattered throughout the room is Zidal, Pavi, Roja, and Tuka. Everyone turns to look at you as you enter, hoisting bags of delicious hot bean juice. Maybe not as hot now, but... Good morning, team. Sorry I'm late. Rumble of hellos of various sleepiness around the room. What's the grump level? Because I feel like Bolt is the kind of person who would schedule a team building event for like 8.30 a.m. Nobody's awake yet. He probably is. Maybe but... when you kick the door open, he he bolts upright. <laughs> Bolt is upright. And everyone else just exchanges a glance. So the grump level is probably like a five or a six out of ten. That's not bad. She expected more. She goes and starts to make Bolt his coffee with cream and sugar because she knows now. He thinks he takes it black, but he doesn't. <laughs> God, He's just I forgot a dummy. about I forgot about that. Zadal is the first one says uh, yeah, good morning. You, uh, carrying some, some stuff there? Yeah, you know, just, uh, just that good bean juice. Everybody circle up. Everybody else moves in, but Zidal stays where he is, and so does Bolt. <laughs> There's murmuring of thanks as people get their delicious beverages from you and go back to sitting on an odd chair, leaning against the wall. There's a hearty amount of space between everyone else and Bolt. Checks out. As- uh, Athena will sit. She'll pull up a wheelie chair closer to him and just say, all right, Bolt, hands him a coffee. What are we doing? He'd been sitting there yawning for a prolonged period of time, holding his hand out in the air for probably 15 to 20 seconds before you came over. (laughs) And then when you put the coffee in his hand, oh, oh, she does. Well, I called you all here today because I think it's important that we (laughs) (laughs) set aside some time to Get to know a team better. Mm? Like just having a chat? Stop yawning. It's not helping. She yawns on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it might be a fun idea if we found something we could go out and do as a group. Some sort of activity. I don't know. What do you, what do you, um, what do you do for fun down here? Uh, you want to go... She has never... I'm not saying she has never done a fun thing. (laughs) I don't know how to fun. I think it takes her a substantial amount of time to try and think of a fun thing they could all do together. I don't think we can go to Olerzo, because if I take all of your money, you're not going to like me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, too true, Bolt. Mm, You wizard. (laughs) From around the room as everyone sips their coffee. Um... Bolt, have you ever gone bungee jumping? I can jump pretty fast, so I don't think so. Uh, do you know what bungee jumping is? No. <sighs> and he takes a sip of his coffee. Mm. Why don't you tell me of your, um, one of these strange things you... Well, okay, so we got this crevasse, right? It's so deep, you can't even see the bottom. It's nuts. And then people tie a rope to their feet that's very springy and then they jump off of it. Oh, that sounds very daring. It is very daring. Hmm. Strokes his large chin with an enormous plate-sized hand. 
I feel like she's okay with bungee jumping. Also, she could teleport, so yeah. there's not really that not inherent really. danger yeah. for her. Not at all. Same rush. Um, she likes wingsuiting anyway. Sure, yeah. She looks around the room like, this could be good. A couple of glances from around. Tuco raises her hand and says, um, yeah, I don't, um, I'm probably going to sit that one out. I don't really want to do that. You want to take pictures? Um, maybe her complexion shifts a little. Or green not, says, or I could do that, I guess. Nope, you don't, let's think, something else, something that's not bungee jumping, something everyone can enjoy. Uh. What about a party boat? <laughs> <laughs> A party boat? Yeah. Is that something they do on the surface? I wouldn't know anything about that. Roja looks surprised at herself and chagrined, and everyone else just sort of looks around quickly and looks to Bolt to see if he noticed. Has he noticed? Oh, well, yes, actually, they do have those. Oh, they have. <laughs> <laughs> They're quite fun, actually. You you just you just go on a boat and do whatever you want. They, uh, again, there's often gambling. Not always. Drinks and fun and karaoke and dancing. And he wiggles a little bit. Do you like to dance, Paul? I mean, I don't like embarrassing everyone around me, but, you know, I like to enjoy myself. Oh my god. We have to go to- we gotta, gotta run a party boat. We gotta do that. I'm sure they have one over in Alaire Resort. Pavi's doing her best to restrain a laugh and she says, Yeah, you know, um, that sounds like it could be a lot of fun. I think so. I'm sure we could find someone to make the arrangements. <laughs> Bolt has stood up and is just doing dancing to himself. She's delighted. She is absolutely like she she wheel pushes back her wheelie chair to give him extra room. Zidal has placed a hand over his eyes and is looking at the ground with a sigh. Just to not look at Bolt. Maybe just at the situation as a whole. Zidal, you don't want to go to the party boat? I, I so does I will be a trooper. I, it's, if that is what the, the team is doing, then, uh, guess we're doing it. Maybe we could hook up a boogie board to the back of it. Go around real fast. I think she's just talking out loud now to more to herself than anybody. That, like, that could be fun. Sounds like the boat's already got a lot of boogie. <laughs> it's gonna have even more. Uh, what else you do on a party boat? You hang out, you chat. It seems like you should do things that you need a boat for. If you're using a boat, you know. I mean, it's just nice to be out on the water sometimes. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, right? Yeah. Do some fishing. We could fish, right? Do we need licenses to fish? I don't have a fishing I mean, license. I mean, I know who we gotta talk to. I think it'll be fine. Hell yeah. And Pavi says, yeah, I mean, I could help with that. And then speak to uh, one of my cousins. Probably don't need to go to Tom about that. No, probably not. Not all the way up to Tan. Don't think we need to bother the Baron. Not right now. I would like that to be music. Well, uh, you can't have a party without music. Athena's taste might be abysmal. Pavi also looks over to Roja and gives her an inscrutable look. I think for Athena. Inscrutable? Yeah, just they, they exchange a look. What's up, guys? They both just say nothing at the same time. And she slurps on her coffee real loud. Are you sure about that? Mm-hmm. So, um, dancing. That sounds fun. Is this gonna be like an open thing? Not just us. Poppy's biting her <laughs> lip a little bit more. Unless you want there to be more people. This is a team building exercise though, yeah. It is a team building exercise. What, what if we had it catered 
Do, do boats have their own chefs? Is that a thing they do down here? Uh, Personal boat chef? I don't know. It's probably not going to be that big a boat. I mean, I really like your parents' food. You want to, maybe they do it? They do Get it. some sponsorship, you know? Yes. Yes, I will I will cover all the foods. Somebody else can do music. Ruja says, dibs. <laughs> I will cover the music. We, we will cover the music. Athena's eyebrows raise. Pats Ruja on the arm. I think this is going to be great, guys. Uh, yeah. Going to be a barrel of monkeys. We're the monkeys. And the, the boat <laughs> is the, the barrel. barrel. Yeah. I'm getting predictable. Feel like I gotta shake things up a little bit. Well, not we're not dancing, to not do dancing. That no, than no. The party boat. No. Nope. <laughs> See you later. I'm gonna go talk to my parents. Meet you there. <laughs> Poppy laugh. <laughs> meet. What? He said meet. Meet you there. Oh, I I yes. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Rosa just has a very flat, pinched smile and pats Pavi on the shoulder. <laughs> all right all there, right, bud. All right there. And maybe as you're walking out of the room and the sound drifts away behind you, Poppy says, come on, that wasn't bad. <laughs> and there's a murmur of, and Bolt just goes, <laughs> wordplay, wonderful.